Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Today, joining me is a young gentleman named Sebastian Roger de Nunez, all the way from Portugal, the one country I haven't been in in Europe. And I know I'll, I'll get some hate email for that, but uh, I just have never had the, the opportunity to go, but we're going to certainly change that. Today, <laughs> we're going to talk about the four-figure hour, how to charge over $1,000 in your coaching or consulting business, and why it even matters. I, I'm curious. I don't have a coaching business. I do have a consulting business, so this is very interesting to me and perhaps other marketers or salespeople that are on the call that do the same thing. So before we start, let me turn it over to Sebastian to get uh, a, a short bio on himself. Yeah, so um, I'm the guy who speaks 12 languages and done four TEDx and found that was not enough. And so now <laughs> I've moved to this job where I want to help experts tap into their full potential and like we're going to cover this today, but charging more is actually an incentive to play your A game. And that's what I'm passionate about because I know if more experts out there play their A game, we'll live in a better world. Simply. Now, wait a second. You speak 12 languages and yes. your English, you don't have any accent. I mean, very, very little bit of an accent there. So how did you learn 12 languages? You're not that old. Ah, it's just, you know, um, Belief plays a big part. I always thought I could do it, and therefore I never questioned the fact that, oh, it's hard or whatever. So for me, I just went for it. And I think that's one of the things I translated in what I do now is to help people just start doing the action without questioning or whether or not their personality, their stories define their capacity to do it. So. Really, again, to simplify, I never questioned whether or not I could do it. So it was a question of what's the best way to get to my goal. Right, but 12 languages. So you just said, I'm going to, I'm going to learn 12 and that's it. You just decided and then you did it. Yeah, I, no, initially my goal was five. Um, but I, I started enjoying the learning process. Okay. <laughs> Uh, more power to you. All right. So, Sebastian, let's jump right in. Can you define the four-figure hour and what you mean by that? Yes. Well, simply put, you know, everybody's talking about having a seven, eight-figure business or six-figure business. I Or like now I'm working also helping people having a five-figure offer. And the four-figure hour just made sense because that's what I charge and I'm helping my clients get past this mental barrier. I started teaching languages 10 years ago and I was charging 15 euros an hour. And I'm going to speak in euros because that's where I, the market I was in, but make it a one-one conversion, it's almost the same, it's actually a bit more. And now I'm charging over 1,500 euros an hour for my advice, consulting, coaching. And to multiply by that by a hundred, it's not only I decided to increase the pricing, I really had to step up and always solve the bigger problems possible and with people that basically had bigger problems. 
And, and for, by bigger problems, I mean, you know, if you're in debt, your dad is in jail and whatever, that can be a big problem. But I'm, by bigger problem, I mean problems that impact more than you and your family. So when I'm working with experts, I know like the service I give to them is passed on to their clients who are also businesses, so they pass it on. So the, there's a big leverage impact. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Um, you know, we're going to get into the how you do it and the why you do it. But what made you think, hey, I was charging $200 an hour one day and now I'm worth $1,500. How, how did that happen? Um, so... The, the program I facilitate is called 2x because I think when you want to 2x, you know, it's a big jump and it's easy to hurt yourself and then say, you know what, it's not working. So the, the philosophy and what I've been doing and I've, you know, when I launched this program, that's what I, I did the history of how my price, pricing evolved from 2011 to 2000. 17, 18, sorry. It went from 15 to 35 an hour. Not a major uh, leap. But from January 2018 to now, on average, every four months, I've doubled my rate. And one of the reasons, like if we're looking at the reasons, and actually you asked for the how, so maybe let's look at the reasons later. But the how is most often, in most scenarios was the moment where someone helped me understand that I was undercharging and then I had to take the courage to increase my pricing. And when I mean someone, it could have been mentors, my coaches, but very often clients. They either tell me, some people really told me like you should charge double, like let's get started with this and then increase more. But it, it's re, and it's, yeah, people saw what I was delivering and they said, you gotta charge more. Look at the, your client's results. You cannot pay that. And the chance is if you charge more, you will give them an even better result. So actually being cheap, I'm stealing from my clients. And that's one of the key thing I tell all my clients, all the people in my community and all my teachings is when you're cheap, you're stealing from your clients because you're not giving your best. Right. So, uh, I mean, there's an important lesson in that. Uh, and if you're that good where your client's saying you should double your prices, uh, my hat's off to you, sir. Uh, I, I don't know uh, how many clients have told me that, maybe a couple, but no one's ever said to double my prices, but maybe uh, because I'm on the higher end of... Oh, I, I want to just like highlight on that thing. He didn't tell me that just because. I asked him ah. and I did something of very vulnerable at that time. And just to go to the story, this client was our first client where um, we went from charging a thousand euros, again, dollars for a 10 session of public speaking coaching. And we were, and he was our first client who paid 4,000 for the same service. And when I was done with serving him, he said, I want to continue. But I felt I had to take, make a vulnerable action here because it was not easy. Like asking your clients, you, you know, what's fair? Because he could say, you know, you're too expensive. I would love to pay less. But I went for it and I asked him, what do you think is fair? How much should I charge for what I give, have given to you? So it's not that he naturally asked me to double. 
But when I put him in a situation of telling him, look, this is what I've given you and I don't know because I come from a background where charging a lot is not my environment. The people around me are charging way less than I'm charging right now. So I have no idea what's fair in your corporate world. I don't come in a from a place of business. I was surrounded by people from not-for-profit around me when I was living in France. So the money itself was a, a big thing. And so when I asked him what's fair, then he said, you should double to start with. I, the to start with really marked me <laughs> because he gave the opportunity for even more. Okay. so. Whenever I look at, you know, I'm paying somebody over a thousand dollars an hour in anything, and it's an individual, you know, I really expect high quality service, and uh, you better be solving a problem that costs me 10x that. So, how, how do you how do you position that kind of level with potential clients? Uh, if somebody says, you know, what do you charge, and you say fifteen hundred dollars an hour. Well, how are you justifying that? Because I'd argue that's not a normal, unless you're working for McKinsey or AT Carney, like I worked for, for a long time. Uh, you, you know, most consultants aren't getting away with that that uh, that level of of uh, by charging that at, at that level per hour. Yes, yes, totally. So, you know, I, I just want to like because I think the story behind it's these guy I was charging over three hundred then and invited me to charge over six hundred. I charged six fifty. When I start charging double, you know, I didn't show up like I didn't start charging double when I was ready and I knew I had something to offer. I didn't know, and every time I show up for the first call, because you know, I think that's where we're going with this question, I would freak out that I could not be able to deliver. So I would prepare myself very well, I would put my full focus and attention, and more importantly, to justify the price on solving the biggest problem. And ideally, when at, in certain stages, people pay money for money, okay? For at some of the stages, like they're good with their money, they want something else, but at the early stages, they want money for money. So you wanna make sure um, for me, that I have a client that has a capacity to 10x their investment. So it, I also have to sort my clients. Not everybody can instantly, because I don't charge 1,500 euros an hour. Um, like I don't do hours. You know, it's a six-month commitment, so it's actually way more than that. But then I'm looking at okay, over six months, how much value can we generate from my clients? Yeah. And I'm obsessed every time to make sure we're on track. So this pressure that I have, because I want my client to be freaking happy before he signs up, the moment he said yes, the moment he sent me the money and every session he comes and at the end of the work we've done together. So I have to constantly check in with my client if we're on track because the goals can evolve. And I, if I'm constantly on track, I can, you know, and, and that's what I'm telling my clients too, because I don't want to make it only about my story, but my clients do the same. Like last week, we did a very strong session on how do you track the metrics of success for your clients so that you can have the biggest leverage. And it's, as you said, I think it is fair to charge between 10 and 30% 
of the money you will generate for your client. Yeah. Depending on the level of uncertainty. That well, I think it's fair to charge 100% as long as the lifetime value of that customer is really high too. So if, yeah, yeah. if I'm charging 100 grand to create and run your e-commerce program and I make you 100 grand during that same time, but the lifetime value is a million, you know, then I'm a bargain. Well, yeah, we go back to the same thing. Yes, yeah, so obviously it's over like not necessarily the time you serve, but like an extended period of time of six to 12, 18 months where you calc, I vision that. But yes, 100%. You know, my goal is before we end working together, they made their money back and they're on track of doubling, tripling, uh, 5xing their initial investment. Yeah. Like okay. the minimal, the minimal is they've gotten a new approach that got their money back. And usually not at the end, like in months one or two, yeah. which is usually what happens. Okay. So you, you basically go in and you say, look, um, yeah, I'm roughly 1500 bucks an hour, but this is what you're going to get in return. So I'm actually a bargain. You'd be crazy not to hire me. And, you know, when you're ready to get started, I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this because you're paying me to pour my heart and soul into this. You're not paying me 200 bucks an hour where I could just phone it in because, you know, my, my time is more valuable than 200 bucks an hour when I got other people that'll pay me 1500. Is that, is that kind of your approach? Yeah. Uh, I, the only thing I would change here, I, I put it in the other way. I don't say I'm charging you 1500 and I will bring you that. I will bring you that. Yeah. Now you want in? That's my rate. Then they say now it's a no-brainer because I've put the value first. But are you breaking it down? Are you are you saying fifteen hundred dollars an hour, or are you saying here's my overall price? And just in your own mind and how you've broken it down on a spreadsheet, is it it comes out to fifteen hundred dollars an hour? Yeah. Well, it's it's more that you know. And actually, I'm saying this, but um, I know that uh, I don't take much VIP client one on one. I work with groups. But if, I, if it has to be a one-on-one, actually, I'm going to double that for the next <laughs> client. <laughs> because that's what I teach, and I want to believe by what I teach. But it's more like, okay, look at this is what we're planning to do in the next six months with you. We're going, the goal is to bring you 200, 300K uh, with your expertise. And I want to emphasize on that because we've been talking a lot about money. But... One of the core promise I do also to my clients and the people I, who want to work with me is to 10x their fun. Because if you're making more money but you're miserable, which happens to so many people, I failed you. And one, like the people that come and join my programs, and, I, and not about talking about my program, but I, I think a general invitation is to find the balance um, Tony Robbins, I'm sure you know him, yeah. talks about the science of success and the art of fulfillment. For me, I see it as a balance where you focus on doing and then the being and you alternate the two to make sure that in the end, you're doing all this to have whatever is the most important for you. For me and the people working with me is fun, joy, excitement, passion. So we want to make sure that we don't not only generate more money. Because actually, a lot of my clients, if they generate just 10, 30, 40% more than they used to, but they're doing this working less hours 
and with better clients without the stress and pressure but actually only doing the things they love because we also help them delegate and hire now they're extremely satisfied okay does that make sense yep makes sense yeah i mean you're, the, the way you're packaging it and positioning it is very interesting so how do you build a program or consulting or coaching practice that is worth $1,500 an hour? How are you advising people to do that? I, you mean, I, how do I help other people do that? Yeah, okay, help other people to do that. Or, you know, how, how, can I just step into a situation and just charge 1500 bucks an hour? Or do I have to do some pre-work in order to put together a package that's worth that kind of money? How do you, how do you suggest people do that? Yes, the very, very good question. So the first thing is that I take people to do, like one of the very first thing is to 10x their biggest offer. So whether you charge 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 or a million, is what would that offer look like if you added a zero at the end? Because the first thing I want to spark is your creativity. And like now that you see all these other things that you would do if you had more resources, maybe because you don't have more time and you don't have to have 25 clients, you can have five, or instead of five, you have only two, but also you have resources so you can hire, you can train yourself. And so that's the very, very first step is to see what is the biggest offer you can make. And I want to put a notion here. You don't even have to sell it. I mean, if you go and sell it and you have 10x your offers, we're like, we're good. We're, we're on good track. But it's, it's more about seeing that all, all that happens between the 1x offer and the 10x offer that you're not delivering to your clients because you're not asking them enough money for you to be able to deliver it is lost. Is lost for you, is lost for your clients. And once you start seeing this and you, what happens is if you start feeling that you have a 10x offer and you're selling your, every time you're selling your 1x offer, you start suffering. So I create pain. I, I don't know if that was clear from the beginning. I'm not a strategist. I am a mindset coach. So I help people with their mindset. And I then pass on the strategies to go on and sell them. But it's more about I generate pain selling at your current pricing by seeing all the things you're missing out on by not selling at a more expensive price. So what happens is now, even if you stay at your same price, your conversions rates go higher because you're in a position of every time you're selling it, you're like, it's a no brainer. Like, please just sign up so I can move on and increase my pricing. And you know, when you're buying an old a used car and you, or a house or whatever, and you feel you're making a bargain, like Black Friday, you're feeling you're making a bargain, you're way more likely to buy, you're much faster to take action because you feel like you don't want the person in front of you to change their mind. Does that make sense? It makes sense, yeah. So once you feel like you're, you're undercharging, but you don't sometimes think about it, but you feel it with your whole being, now you have, you're in a position where you're selling more and you all, all, also, while you sell more, and that happens a lot with my clients when they don't increase the pricing just instantly, 
what they do is they remove things. So they do less hours, they do less extras, they are stricter about like how much back and forth and you know, extra calls. So they can keep the same pricing, but they, they give less. They just make it extremely good, but not with the fluff. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so if you are putting together these programs, is there any kind of, and I know you're not a strategist, but is there any kind of framework you give them in order to say, okay, here's your offer. Here's what you're kind of guarantee. I don't know if it's a guarantee, but it's 10 X, whatever it is that you're charging. Um, and then this is how I, this is how you get there because I, I could state, look, you hire my company tomorrow. You pay me a million bucks. I'll make you 10 in a year. Um, I could just state that, but then what happens if the client's products in this e-commerce program are, don't have a very good product market fit? And then it's really the product and the pricing that's the problem. I guess I can weigh in on the pricing, but I certainly can't weigh in on the product. And, and so how, how do you reconcile something like that where you're saying, you know, I'm going to charge a million dollars, I'll make you 10. And then because of the product market fit, it doesn't materialize, then what? Well, I, I feel like if I can do it at the price I'm charging, which is around uh, 10, 20 K, depending on my clients, if you're doing a million, I think you can scan your clients. You can really have a selection process, a casting. I'm, I'm investing in my clients as much as they're investing in me. Yeah. So I'm choosing the people that I know. I'm letting people in, only the people that I know can create this kind of return on investment. And to be honest, it's, it's uh, like my program, I have a full refund. Like if you don't make the money back, I pay you the difference. And the thing is, obviously for like the scenario where it's painting about 1 million and 10 million with a product and you cannot take full responsibility whether you're a consultant, a coach, uh, an expert, when you're like helping other people do and not doing it for them, you cannot take responsibility for what they will take action upon. And, and it's very important to say that you have, um, in French, it's like you have an obligation of providing the means, not an obligation of result. So for me, I show you everything and I'm there for my clients and I make my clients do the exact same thing for their clients, but I cannot take full responsibility for whatever they do. And that's where the selection helps me getting better results. I used to have people that just wanting to be part of the coaching program. They just wanted to hang out and that's okay if that's what they pay for. But for me, it was holding me back. So you also, now I'm more like cautious in who I let in my program because I want to increase my success rate. Okay, I see. So you're very careful about who you select, but then once you're in it, you kind of lay out the groundwork. Hey, this is what I could take personal responsibility for is the process and the means, and I'll give you the uh, right tools. It's not only that, I just, I, as you asked earlier, I have frameworks, I have techniques that I've proven to succeed for me and several of my clients, so there's a recipe that does work. Okay. But 
that's what I love. My passion is teaching is that it's a method. It's getting to perfection when it can teach 90% of the population. So the more people I let in, the more I, I improve these techniques and frameworks so they become even more efficient. That's also why I start, I charge more and more and more because my methods become more and more efficient. And so that's also the obligation, I, the responsibility I take to say, if you're not getting it, I will do my best to convey it in a better way for you to grasp it and to get the results. Right. And how do you position the caveats, meaning Look, I'll teach you. I've got the frameworks. I've got a proven methodology that works. But, you know, if you don't, you know, deliver on your end, you know, the product, the service, whatever, maybe you're just dealing with a lazy entrepreneur, uh, whatever. Uh, how do you position that to say, hey, I'm going to do my my thing. If you're not doing your thing, we're not going to get to 10x. How, how is that positioned? Very good question. Very good question. So I think there's like two ways first the first thing that came to my mind is i mostly work with people in a group which helps me increase my uh, hourly rates because i have more people in one time but also the impact i can just teach the same thing to several people at the same time so if someone is not taking action and it's okay you know sometimes like it, it happens to me all the time where there are moments i want to crush it and there are moments i'm just like I need a break, but keep on feeding my mind. I will take action when I'm ready and it's also okay. And the fact that they are in a group and not a one-on-one, -on -one, I don't have to necessarily push them all because some, very often what happens is the group pushes them. When they start seeing everybody having the results, like now their motivation is coming up. And the other thing is, it's to find the, like as a coach, and I see myself way more as a coach than a consultant, is also to understand what's the right pressure. Because there's a pressure, and I talk about the yin and yang, the masculine and feminine, or in that case, I will use mommy and daddy. Mommy says, kid, I love you no matter what you do or what you don't do. You're perfect as you are. You never have to leave home or where you are. I love you. Stay on the couch. I love you. Daddy says, I see you have much more potential. Go out there in the world and go crush those goals. Now, if you're going too much fatherly, you can also have the kid, your client, feel like they're never good enough because you always tell them, oh, you could do more, you could do more, you could do more. And it also has very negative side effects. And so it's finding the moment when you're saying, oh, what the F are you doing now? I'm told I've given you all the practices and you're just hanging out and not doing anything and sometimes say, okay, maybe you're going through a tough phase. It's okay. Don't worry. But when you're ready, go out there and do it. So finding the, how you balance these two energy, does that make sense? Like, I'm, I'm use, a lot, using a lot of these metaphors, but I don't know how well, you're- I, I think most people, most people would understand those metaphors, especially when you're talking about kids and, and so on. So yes, that-, that that makes sense. So I understand your philosophy um, and I think it's, it's a little bit unique and um, but it's obviously effective for you. And in terms of, of wrapping this up, how is there anything else that you'd like to add to 
you know, the four figure hour uh, that we haven't discussed so far? I really want to emphasize on one point, you know, um, it's the why. You know, we've talked a lot about the how and what it means and how do you show up. But for me, the biggest thing is the why. Because, you know, I come, I'm, I'm French, in my culture there was nothing, it was not necessarily encouraged to make a lot of money and sometimes actually perceived negatively. And I had to overcome that. And one of the main thing about charging more is to create a better service. And there, for me, sparks the fun, is how do I become better at my art? I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix at the moment, there's The Last Dance about Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I've been obsessed about all these performers that really push themselves to the biggest, like beyond the limits of what they thought was possible for themselves and for humans in general. And I think increasing your pricing is about finding out what is the biggest problems you can solve as an expert and in that giving you your necessary means so you have on one side the pressure of your clients that they want like they paid you a lot of money now they want results so you're going to deliver but also saying now i have all the resources because if i need to invest in a training or delegate those tasks so i can be more focused on my clients or actually get a massage and go on holidays so i can be fully present and not stressed and pass on this stress to my clients and the more I will, like, and going back to the metaphor Michael Jordan, he had a team of probably 25 people taking care of him so that he can be the best, number one. That costs a lot of money. Yeah. And it's especially because you take the best 25 people, not just random 25 people, you get the best personal trainer, the best fitness and drink and whatever you need to do in all the moments so that he can be the best. And that's the most exciting part for me is to see what is it that I have to offer to this world when I challenge myself to give my best. Well, we have to wrap things up, uh, but I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, one of the things I, I do like to ask, you know, people, uh, do you have anybody that you, you know, uh, that mentors you or you that you recommend as an influencer in, in your world? I know you're over in Europe, so it's probably a little bit different than it is here in the States, but anybody that you recommend people follow? Oh, 100%. I would say two, two T's actually. One, I mentioned him already, Tony Robbins. is a major influence for me. He, and not only by what he teaches, but the job. I just want his job. <laughs> that was a role model. <laughs> say, oh, you can have fun, make a lot of money, and create a massive impact. The three elements. I'm all about income, impact, and fun. And so the, I highly recommend, and he's all very holistic on the business, relationship, uh, personal power, and all these things. So I highly recommend him. And the other one who I'm following um, at the moment, it's been a year, he's very different from me, but that he helps me complement uh, my lacks, which I completely acknowledge having. It, he's a very good strategist, very good at creating models. His name is Taki Moore. He's an Australian, all about systems to serve and sell. 
and at, his model is attract, convert, deliver uh, to to serve more clients, basically. Yeah. And making his name uh, also the million dollar coach. And what's and his name very, again? Very good at breaking down systems in an incredibly simple way. Yeah, what's his name again? Taki Moore. T A K I M O R E. Got it. Okay. All right. With that, Sebastian, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for breaking down uh, the four figure um, per hour. Uh, coaching, consulting, business practice. I'm, I've learned a lot. I'm sure everybody listening has learned a lot, and I really appreciate you coming in. How do people get a hold of you? Yes, so I've created this group on Facebook called the Superhero Tribe because it's all about going to, fully into your potential to serve the world. Um, where I share my content, I share videos, insights, also want, uh, engage the community for people to actually interact in there and sharing their best practices. And otherwise on my website, to make it simple with my name, it's just sebrdn.com, like Sebastian Roger de Nunez, but in short, sebrdn.com to see uh, my trainings there. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks again. And, uh, you know, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was like very good question to help me always refine my message. And uh, I hope, I really hope this will spark an insight in your, uh, someone listening there today and see how they can tap into increasing their fees and the four. Why not five figure hour? Um, <laughs> That'll be next year. We're going to go five figure hour next year. Yes, exactly. Yes. We got to figure that one out. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, buddy.